What is going on, my people? You're listening to Master Your Mindset with Coach Mark. Now, I'm your host, Mark Hildebrand, and I'm a husband, a father, a master coach, a co-creator of the Push Coach Certification School, and 19-year law enforcement officer from Southern California who struggled with giving all my time and energy to my professional life and having nothing left over to give my family or for myself. Now, through this process, I discovered I could excel in every area of my life if I was willing to master my mindset. So this podcast is for ambitious, high-performing leaders in business and career who want to create more in their life, but refuse to do so at the cost of the other important areas of their life, including their health and their family. If that's you, it's time to dive into today's episode. Thanks for spending this short time with me, but remember, you don't get better by consuming, you get better by acting. Let's go. Hey guys, and welcome back to another microcast. I have a powerful one for you guys here today, and I'm going to try and make this a microcast, <laughs> try to make this shorter than the others. Um, but this is a very powerful topic because I always thought that when I was um, trying to become a better leader, that it was impossible because I wasn't born the type of leaders that I see out there in the world. And really what I want to do in this podcast is I want to show you why you don't need to be born to be uh, like be born as an incredible leader, because thinking that actually is going to prevent you from making the impact that you truly can make. So let me read that one more time. In this podcast, I'm going to show you that you don't need to be born a great leader to make a massive impact. So you can stop using that excuse to keep you and others from your true potential. It's one of those things. I have another microcast coming up. Um, talking a lot about like some of the things that not only we think, but we say out loud that actually protects us because we don't have to get uncomfortable and to do the things that we know we need to do. And this is one of those things. So what I mean is like thinking that you're either a great leader or not is the worst way that you can make the impact that you truly want to in your life. Not even just with your work, but also with your business and also with your family. But see, here's the thing, like I get it, that sometimes we think that we see leaders that are out there that seem more natural than us. And we think that, you know what, they must have it all together. They must have always had it all together and they were just born this way. Way. But let me ask you this. Do you know of any leaders who are out there who weren't naturally born that way, but because of that, because of what they struggle with, because of what they failed through, because of that, um, that, that issue that they were going through that they were able to navigate, it actually made them a great leader in the process. I know for me personally, this is what happened when it comes to my parenting, when it comes to my husbanding, if that's a, <laughs> that's a word, when it comes to my health, like when it comes to coaching, like you guys may see people out there. I know you may even see me and say, you know what? Well, he must have it all together because he's really great at asking questions or he's really good at this or really good at that. And to be honest, I don't even think of myself that way. I think of it through the lens of my limiting beliefs, which is like, man, I can get so much better. But see, here's the thing. I screwed up my health. I screwed up my relationships. I screwed up my parenting. I screwed up. I was rushing to anger all the time. I was negative all the time. But it was through those like processes of actually learning and struggling through them that I actually became the person I am today. Now, my limiting beliefs, and really honestly, not even my limiting beliefs, but even my hard voice says there's so much further for me to go because I truly know that if I'm constantly trying to grow, I'm just gonna keep getting better and better and refining it. And then guess what? Teach it to other people because that's what that next level is. So here's the thing. You may be asking, what are some of the things that the great leaders do? All right. And I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about the leaders that I look up to. People like Jocko Willink, Simon Sinek, 
James Clear, um, John Maxwell, those people. What are some of the things they do? Well, let me tell you, over the 10 years of literally studying people who have had massive success because I love to like come in and, and really step in behind them and see the path that they've charted. And sometimes I'll go off on my own path, but only after I've been taken a certain point based off of the success leaving clues, right? When I have examined them, there's three things that I noticed that they all do. They all do it well. Some of them do it naturally and some of them don't. That's just the way that life is. Sometimes you're going to have skills that you are just, it just comes natural to you and you don't even realize it. And some of them they're going to have to work on. Now, for me personally, the things that people pay me the most money for is the ones that I had to work on, the ones that I screwed up for a very, very long time. All right. So here's the three things. All right. Number one is they're open to learning. They're open to learning. Now, how most people mess this up is they think that because they are like, they have this thought of like, they want to become better, that they're going to just immediately be open to it if that thing comes and presents itself. If they listen to a podcast, if they read a book, if they hear something, they're going to be open to taking those next steps. Only what they don't realize is there's the protective invisible walls that they have up. They're called their limiting beliefs. It says, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I'm not good enough. I don't know what to do. I'm too confused. I'm too overwhelmed. If you ever have those kind of feelings, feeling, uh, feelings of like uh, overwhelm, fear, those kind of things, it's basically you're, you're, you're trying to throw up any kind of roadblock that will prevent you from taking the action that you need to take. So if those are coming up, in reality, you aren't open to it. You've got these invisible walls that are completely open. Now, when you, when you look at the, the great leaders do is they are able to like attack or challenge their beliefs sometimes. Sometimes they're approached with things that go against what they believe, but they're open to accepting it. Sometimes it makes their belief even stronger, but sometimes what it does is it actually go, they, they're able to use that to go, you know what? Hmm, maybe this is a different perspective. Maybe this is something that I can increase. Maybe this is something that I can get better at. And they're open to accepting it. They don't have the limiting beliefs telling them that they, it's it's something that doesn't apply to them or they don't have the time or they don't have the money. I, I can't even really fathom that any of them would ever, ever say that. If it was something that was important enough, they would find the time, they would find the money, they would find the type of person they have to become to get to that next level instead of throwing up those block walls. So the first thing is they are all open to learning, meaning they don't have any invisible walls. If they decide they're gonna do something, the rest of the stuff is irrelevant. They will figure it out, all right? The second thing is they are willing to grow their skills. They're willing to grow their skills. Now, what most people do is they think that they can grow their skills on their own. They think that from here, they're going to be able to like actually think themselves into the next level. And that's not what happens. I mean, you can do that. It takes people years and decades if they decide to do that. But you could put yourself in an environment to actually learn more, to, to come, like to have the people that come before you Actually, no, have the people who are ahead of you, you actually can reach out. You actually can bridge that gap. You actually can follow that path that they have um, already laid out there so that you can get through that process much quicker. That's why I told you like early on, like I've been, I've been studying these great leaders for the last 10 years because I don't want to have to struggle through it, which was the first 34 years of my life is trying to figure it out on my own. And let me tell you, I figured out some things, but very, very little, very, very few. And in the amount of 10 years, I've been able to exponentially grow because I've been able to not only be willing and open to like different opportunities, but also number two, be willing to grow my skills. Now, notice I didn't say grow your skills to a certain level. I mean, grow your skills, like keep growing your skills. I mean, what's crazy is like you look at people like John Maxwell, he's still learning and growing every single day. 
Some people may think that he's like, oh, you know, he's probably just where he's at right now. And that's just, you know, where he's going to stay. And the answer is no. Why do you think he's written like 50, 60,000 million different books, right? Because he's constantly growing. He's constantly evolving. And this isn't one of those things where like, you know what? I lost hundred pounds. So I have nothing else to learn when it comes to health and fitness. I'm like, no, I'm still every single day learning things about my health, learning things about food, even though that's something that I don't necessarily lead with when it comes to like my business, but still I want to continue to grow as a human. And I want to continue to develop my skills, um, into the indefinite future. All right. Now the third piece is they play to their strengths. All right. The third piece is they play to their strengths. See, mo- most people do is they take a skill that they're like a level two or level three at, and they try to get to a level 10. That is not possible. There's certain things that are um, personality-wise, there's certain things that is just natural for you, and maybe you're like a natural level six or level seven, but if you're like a level three, like the most that you're gonna be able to improve is to like a five or a six, all right? And that's not what people are going to come to you for. They're gonna come to you for the things that you're a six or seven, and you increase it to a nine or a 10. Let me give an example. There's some people who are like trying to force the um, the public speaking piece. And if you're like a four or five, which is what I was, you're going to be able to get to a seven or an eight at some point. You keep practicing over and over and over again. But if you're a one or a two, you're not going to be able to get to the level 10 where you're putting out a video and people are just like wanting to get behind you. They're motivated by you. They're ready to take that next step. So you wouldn't necessarily play to that strength. You find a different strength that you have. Maybe you have a better strength at writing. Maybe you have a better strength at graphics. Maybe you have a better strength at podcasting, right? I know I'm kind of doing the video here at the same time, but just because video is one of my strengths. It's one of the reasons why people follow me and why they join my programs is because they like not only the strategy and the mindset, but they like energy because energy is contagious. But maybe energy isn't your thing, guys. Stop beating yourself up if you're a level two or level three at energy and find the thing that's your superpower, that your strength, the thing that people come to you and go, that is really where, like, that's really where I want to spend my time and energy is when you are in that flow. Use that to your advantage. Play to your strengths. So these are the three things that all amazing leaders do. Number one is they're open. Number two, they develop their skills. And number three, they play to their strengths. All right, I told you this is gonna be a microcast. I really appreciate you guys. I don't know if you know this, but we are on YouTube. Um, I've been uploading all of my podcasts to YouTube because we have some people who like to just see it visually. If you'd like to check it out, definitely hit up. Uh, I think it's called Mark Hildebrand Coaching on YouTube. But if you haven't leave, left a rating and review inside of Apple iTunes and you, um, it, it doesn't matter if you're gonna give me a one star or five stars, I would greatly appreciate it. I always love feedback. Thank you so much for supporting the show. I greatly appreciate you. You guys stay safe and I will see you on the next Monday episode, okay? All right, bye everybody.